Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This world is on fire. This girl is on fire. And by the way, you're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Uh, And this week, we have a powerhouse lineup. The cast and crew, some of the cast and crew behind the Second City's new main stage show, She the People, a girlfriend's guide to sisters doing it for themselves. And uh, this is playing right now on Second City Stage here in Toronto through November. Uh, And we have Anne Pornell. Hi. Hello. Uh, for the listeners who don't know, Anne Pornell is a Second City alumna who has appeared on the hit sketch series Baroness Von Sketch, and this fall will also appear on the long-running Canadian comedy staple, 22 Minutes. Mm-hmm. Karen Parker is in studio. Hello, hello. Karen Parker is a three-time Canadian Comedy Award-winning performer, and her on-screen credits include The John Doerr Show, Hemlock Grove, and also Baroness Von Sketch which is a huge hit right now here in Canada. And last but not least, Carly Heffernan. Hello. Hi. You're allowed to talk. You're Hi. allowed to talk. Directors uh, don't speak. Right, the directors don't. We just direct. Carly Heffernan is an award-winning director whose credits with The Second City include Come What Mayhem and The Best Is Yet to Come Undone and The Second City Chicago premiere of She the People. Uh, so I want to just jump right into it with you guys and figure out what She the People is all about, because, I mean, it's obviously tackling so much of the social change that's happening right now. And not only the cast is all female, but so is the entire production crew as well. Yeah, absolutely. From our musical director to our stage manager and lighting designer. Um, producer. Producer. Yeah, absolutely. That is this wardrobe. entire... Wardrobe, yeah. Oh, it really does extend it everywhere. Does, yeah, yeah uh, this is an entirely female-centric show. Which is awesome. And it started first on the Second City Chicago stage. Yeah, right? absolutely. We put up this show back in 2017. It's still running there. It's been running for about a year, um, which is great in their up theater. Wow. And it seems to, it sounds like it's tapped into a sort of huge groundswell. It's sort of getting a different response than a lot of the stuff that's that's happening right now. Uh, and it sounds like it's been wildly successful. Yeah, I think people are actively more and more seeking out um, female-driven projects. And they're, they're looking for uh, women telling their own stories, writing their own stories and telling them with their own voices. And that's awesome to see um, that people are not, oh, we're not just open to it, but like actively seeking it out and excited for it and super hungry for it. Well, and I think also... Second City, of course, is known for this, but I, I think a lot of the social change that's happening right now, it's 2018, and you guys obviously will be able to speak to this better than me, but it's a weirdly polarizing time for women because it's almost like one step forward, one step back. Because like, on one hand, there's social changes that are happening and a lot of moving forward, but on the other hand, we do still live in a time right now in 2018 where 
there's still the wage gap and there's still, you know, politicians that are mostly 65 year old men trying to tell you what to do with your reproductive organs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's this weird sort of push and pull that's happening right now. And I was curious, like how much she, the people focuses on this sort of back and forth that's happening. It's sort of like this two sides of the coin that are going on right now. It's progress and it's not at the same time. I think the show is entirely based off of that. uh, And the idea that, uh, we as a society have very much come a long way, but right now, I would say within the past two years, we're really kind of at a point where we're kind of going backwards a bit. Yeah. And that's mostly because of the systems that are in power. I think people in general are wanting to change and are wanting to do better and are wanting to improve the qualities of lives for everyone around them, not just for themselves, but I think the powers that be can sort of sense that. And whenever a minority group or sort of an underprivileged group becomes more powerful and has a louder voice, that's when the people in power get worried because they feel their power going away. And I definitely think uh, that applies to race relations as well as gender relations. And this show talks a lot about that. And there is a lot of dialogue that's happening right now and a lot of debate that's happening right now because of that. And of course, I think... That's the most important job that comedy has is sort of holding up a mirror to this stuff that's going on in society, right? And there's a lot to talk about right now. Uh, We'll come back right here on Inside Jokes uh, with more with the cast and crew of Second City's She the People. This is Simon Rakoff, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Your eyes can have it all at Hakeem Optical. Thank you so much. For not making me sing that by myself. <laughs> You're welcome. Great tune. Jingles are the best. Jingles yeah. are the best. Jingles and I will best. say, I'm not required to sing it, but you can't you can <laughs> help me, you know. That's Your heart's telling you something. You get an yeah. extra pair of glasses. Successful jingle. It's right there. If you're just tuning in now, this week we are talking to some of the cast and the director of The Second City's current hit show so far, She the People, right now on Toronto's Second City main stage. Uh, and for listeners who are just tuning in, She the People is really you're tackling a lot of what life is like for women in 2018. Yeah. With any Second City show, we're always taking a look at the world around us and reflecting it on that stage. The main difference being this show is reflecting the world through an entirely female lens because it's written, performed, created by women. It still does what any Second City show does. It takes a look at the things that have come before us, the things that are right now. And what I particularly like with this show is it also takes a bit of a hopeful, optimistic look at what could be in the future. Um, And that's where we get our sort of big celebratory moments and the more inspiring moments in the show. Well, was that a concern for you guys too, putting this show together? And of course it did start in Chicago first. Um, what was there any times when you're putting this together and you're kind of going, well, we don't want to be too bleak with this or too sort of, <laughs> you know, hammering people over the head with a message? Because obviously there yeah. is an important message in here, probably multiple totally. messages, right? But that's, of course, the role of satire, too, is just sort of 
pulling apart this stuff that's going on and obviously giving people some sort of escapism yeah. and tackling those issues. But how much does the Toronto show differ from what it was like in Chicago? 30%. 30%? I want to have such a mathematical answer, but I would say it's about 30%. And, and that's shifting out a couple of very specific scenes that pertain really to American politics and right. replacing those with things that are more in the Canadian zeitgeist. Um, yeah, to be honest, it's about 30%. Yeah. And obviously with, you know, it's everything, it's an all-female cast, all-female crew. This is all about what life is like for women in this day and age and all the things that are happening. Uh, so who's your audience? Obviously, you will largely have a female audience, but who's your ideal audience? Do you want to just sort of go as broad with oh, this as possible? Ideal or? audience is Jan Arden, Margaret Atwood, <laughs> Sandra Margaret Trudeau, o. Sandra o. Yeah, yeah. Also the Blue Jays. I just of always course. want the Blue Jays. Always. Well, to be honest, it was it was it uh, Wilder who came and saw the show in Chicago, Chicago who's like voice of the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. And you do think when you're doing a female-centric show you think of women's groups. We'll get we'll get all the women's right. groups coming out. We'll get bachelorettes. Here we go. Come on, Kimberly. Tiff, let's do this. Um, and so sorry if those are your names because those are beautiful names with great meaning behind them. Uh, um, but but also what a great show for a, a more <laughs> to be honest like male centric group to also go see. Why not get yeah. your buddies from the office to go and see it? There is stuff for everyone as well. Absolutely. While these stories totally. are being told from a female perspective, there's so much relatable human experience in there. I would say probably one of my favorite scenes is just about mispronouncing a word. And everyone has mispronounced a word and everyone has been really ticked off and embarrassed about it. (laughs) And it's amazing. And that scene could play in any, that actor could be any gender, any race, any age. And that scene would still play. And there's lots of scenes like that in She the People. Well, and there's also right now, you know, the politics and sexual and social politics of dating right now is undergoing massive changes right now and just everything from consent and and the way that you know the way people view gender roles now that's a huge conversation happening right now and of course things that have happened in the entertainment world and in the comedy world how much of that did you bring into the show quite a bit absolutely (laughs) yeah some very specific scenes address that um not giving away any spoilers or anything we hit those hits as well. Yeah, yeah there's actually a scene that's um, one of the archive scenes from uh, Come What Mayhem, which is a show that Carly and I did uh, in yep. 2017. And that was actually very specifically about uh, an ongoing Canadian case about a famous radio personality. Yes. <laughs> and Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Maybe you know it. Maybe you don't. But we're doing that scene again, and it reads exactly the same. And that was from a case that was two years ago, mm-hmm. and we're still talking about the same sort of language and the same um, idea of women just not being believed and not being heard. And so it's quite eerie how a scene from two years ago, because comedy has a bit of a shelf life at times, especially totally. when it's political and uh, satirical and when topical. it's very topical. Yeah, yeah. It has a very short shelf life. And it's a little bit haunting that this one is as relevant, if not more relevant now. That's that one of my uh, that's one of my favorite ones to do because there aren't a huge amount of laughs in it, Mm-mm. but oh boy, we get some solid reactions yeah. from the audience that are quite uh, uh, shocking. And when those laughs do come, they're in that beautiful space yeah. of that tension. You guys build up so much tension in that scene, and then you release it, which is I got to go back to Hannah Gatsby's Nanette, which is exactly oh, what she yeah. was talking yes. about. Um, there's a there's a lot of material in this show that builds that tension, and then wow, what a catharsis when we get to relieve the audience of that tension. There's definitely scenes directly inspired from the Me Too movement, um, scenes in and around 
around uh, rape culture, which you wouldn't think you could do in a comedy show. But if you're a satirical theater, you kind of have to do those scenes. Those are the things that we do want to shine the light on. We're going to find a way to squeak some sort of laughter out it so that we can all start moving forward and sort of remedying that problem. Once we feel that catharsis, we can start to move forward and have more open conversations about those things that need to be talked about more openly. Yeah, you do, especially with a show like this. And Second City in general is known for that is sort of satirizing some of the more difficult things to talk about that are happening in the world. And I guess there is that feeling where... um you know, you can watch it happen in real time with the audience and you kind of feel like, oh, a lesson has just been learned here. Yeah. A penny just dropped. I heard it. <laughs> yes, minds yeah. have been changed. All right, we will be right back with the cast of She the People right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This is Isabel Canon. You're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We get behind the scenes in what's happening and what's right now in Canadian comedy and get behind the minds of the comics and why they do the stuff they do and talk about the stuff they talk about. Uh, Today we're talking to the cast and director of the Second City's current hit show, She the People, which has been on for a couple of weeks now, I suppose. Two now. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, we just finished our second. It's a real fresh baby. Yeah. Fresh baby. <laughs> yeah. Having come from a hit run uh, in Second City, Chicago. Uh, and so far, it sounds like uh, the show here in Toronto is off to one hell of a solid start. Oh, yeah. The audience it's wild. Is loving yeah. it is. these women. And it's wild. so much fun. Yeah. You would be, it's a, It's so funny to sit here and we talk about a lot of the sort of darker and uh, more stark issues that we were able to put in this show. But then you watch the show and you think, oh, this is so fun and so celebratory and so inspiring. So it's a testament to this cast and how charming they are. We're well, so charming. We're so charming. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. that's the word that everybody keeps going back to with this show, too, is it's a celebration. Yeah. It's a celebration. Yes. And I guess there is a lot of, you know, comedy when it's done right and about the right things can be very therapeutic for everyone oh, involved, yeah. right? The audience and the cast. And it could be very cathartic. So even for you guys tackling some of the stuff that might be harder to approach in comedy there must be just that sense of release about just like let's talk about this stuff openly and make it funny right we we hear i mean we yes and we obviously it's live theater so we can hear a lot of the reactions so you know some of the stuff we say in the scenes we hear people oh yes oh thank you mm-hmm. for saying Woo! yeah oh my so, god that is so me oh yeah. my god that is so me <laughs> all the time and they're so relieved to hear that said out loud on a stage in a public forum uh, things that they have probably felt and thought for a very long time but maybe not had the venue to say it and so they're overwhelmed that they get to hear it and I and I would dare to say there that the general audience in in Toronto probably hasn't seen too many fully female sketch shows Period. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you have these uh, for stand up, you've got nights that are all female, but very rarely do you see an entire ensemble working together in within scenes that are all female identifying. And it's empowering to watch that. Yeah. It's empowering to be in it and um, to feel the audience respond so wholeheartedly because 
because it is mostly women who are in the audience, and it's not all women, it's mostly women, they understand those little inside jokes that we as women have with one another. We have a shorthand. Yeah. Um, there's an entire scene that's about uh, female commercials, female mm-hmm. products and their commercials, and the the reaction that they get is just, it's wild. It is not an understatement to say that women shriek during this show. <laughs> yeah. Like, they yeah. are basically screaming. They might as well have their hands like waving up in the air like those um, car dealership balloon yeah. things. Yeah. It's like an audience of that and it's insanely wonderful. And as a woman who's been doing comedy for a while, much like my two cohorts here, it's unlike anything I've felt before on a stage. Well, yeah, one of you was telling me before the show, or it might have been Daniel as well, that it almost, the the vibe in this room when you're doing the show is almost like being at a concert. Yes. Like people are just going nuts and standing up and applauding. and. And I mean, was that what was the impetus in this first starting? Where you did you really just sit down and go, "We need a show that tackles all these things. We need a sketch show that is just all women and largely for women." Because really, as you were saying, and there's it's hard to really think about any mm-hmm. sketch troops or anything that are all female. And I think for a long running review like this, yeah. I don't think there has been anything like this. Not yeah, not on a stage this size. Right? I don't yeah. think that with a, a, a reach this wide. Uh, totally. Lots of thanks and kudos to to Andrew Alexander, uh, one of the owners of Second City, who was actually inspired by a female um, uh, all female Canadian sketch group, Women Fully Clothed, right. um, which is made up of quite a few Second City alum. Um, and he saw them and thought, wait a minute, why are we not doing this? Why we should have an all female mm-hmm. review? And and this is all sort of like pre Me Too. And then as we as we started developing the show in Chicago, then it became just looking at the world around you and, and, right. and everything that we felt, those women who are creating that show, the things that they felt that they needed to put on the stage and it all became really apparent. But but inspired by uh, the lovely ladies and women fully clothed. Amazing Which is, a, that's a good shout out right there. They're yeah. awesome. Was, was there something in particular that was maybe more difficult to tackle in writing and putting together this show? Was there something in particular that you were hesitant to? They all, once you know you want to talk about something, it usually tells you exactly how (laughs) it wants to be talked about. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think probably producers can get a little more scared than the artists themselves. Uh, No, I I love everything that... uh, that we talk about in this show. And also it's so it's important to talk about all of the difficult mm-hmm. subject matter that we do tackle, which is quite a bit, it is so well protected because mm-hmm. above and beyond, this is a like a riotous show. It's so yeah. fun to act in. It's so funny to perform in. We entertain ourselves as people on stage. It's it's still so, so funny to us. And we've rehearsed it for however many hours. Mm-hmm. So you would think it would be getting old. It doesn't. Um, because of the quality of the actors involved yep. and because of the direction we received, because of the uh, all of the support we have, it is so funny. And you don't have to be a woman to love this show. You, have, no. you would probably be out of your mind to not like this show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, there's truly something for everyone. And... There are as many scenes that are just about relationships, those universal topics mm-hmm. that really aren't gendered, but they still have an impact because you're seeing it in a non-heteronormative lens. Right. And so it is inherently political, even scenes yeah. that aren't about politics. And that's insane. There's still that feel to it. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. That's a good note to come back to. Right here, we'll continue on with the cast and crew of She the People on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
Hey, this is Marcel St. Pierre, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global <laughs> News Radio 640 Toronto. Today we are talking about the second city's current, I'm going to say hit. It's already a yeah, hit. It's a hit. Let's it's a say smash hit. Standing ovations. Yes. Right? The yes. audience is loving it. She the People is happening right now here at Toronto's famous second city, and we have some of the cast and the director. Seasoned award-winning director. Mm-hmm. We're joined she by Anne so Pornell, old. Karen Parker, and Carly Heffernan, and we're getting behind uh, what what the background is of She the People and all of the topics that you guys are tackling because uh, it's a full <laughs> you have a full plate on this show. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's it's heaping. It's yeah. it's a uh, it's a big old Mandarin buffet <laughs> plate of stuff that we put in here. I'm still thinking about being called seasoned. I don't know why, but I think seasoned right? is such a funny thing to call someone. Ooh, she's seasoned. It is with yeah, like you're, you're tenured. Nice, you're a nice like, rosemary chicken yeah, or something. I mean. <laughs> Marinated director Carly Heffernan in or, studio with you know, us. Or do you interpret it of like she's had she's seen a lot of winters lot. that one. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's lived through a lot skin. of Canadian winters. You do have to oh, say man. it like that. <laughs> and we were of course talking about some of the topics you guys are tackling mm-hmm. with this show, but I also wanted to ask you too because you know as much as social politics and gender politics and all of these things that are bubbling to the surface right now on a daily basis in society and culture around us the same thing is happening behind the scenes in our industry in comedy there's been a lot of sort of i don't know what you know purging of evils Mm -hmm. and awareness of things coming to the surface of course the me too movement and all of these things that are sort of you know taking on this sort of old culture that was always in place of like the quote-unquote comedy boys club and the way you know the, the, the way that people would abuse positions of power and things like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, audience tastes are changing. There's just a more awareness on every level. And, you know, you've all been around for a little while now. Yeah, we're seasoned. We're all, You're we're seasoned. all seasoned. We've all seen You're a all lot of winters. Marinated. You've all seen a lot of winters. And I want to ask you guys as well, for you, how has that sort of culture in comedy and working in comedy, how does it feel different for you now? Do you feel like something has noticeably changed? I, I, I can speak for myself. I come from uh, uh, a generation, I'm so old, <laughs> <laughs> of uh, w- when I was on main stage, the casts were four men and two women. And I've told the story before wow. because it needs to be told. I actually had a male director who, who didn't believe that we needed more than two women on stage because what else do they have to say? <laughs> wow. So... I am very glad wow. that not only have you know we take we've taken that step to have uh, you know three female identifying members three male identifying members on stage but to then go an all female identifying yeah. cast so I've I've seen it evolve in a very positive way and like we want our voices to be heard and people want to hear them so yeah um, and making proactive moves towards making that happen. So that's a good thing. Yeah, of I course. Think, yeah. yeah, One of the positive things to come out of all of this terrible, terrible stuff within the Me Too movement and just sort of women's rights issues in general is this real need for hope, this need for empowerment. And I think this show really takes advantage of where we are in time. And who knows if it would be doing as well if it, if it wasn't for the timing of everything that's happening around. Because often when times are darkest is when we're looking for more outward light. And um, we want to see, yeah, we want to we see things that we can hope for. We want to see what positive, what good there is in the world. And so a show like She the People is exactly that. Yeah. It, it 
uh, roasts the patriarchy, but it also is a true celebration of what it means to be a woman. And just, it's funny. (laughs) I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I I agree with you there. And it's like, we talk about a lot of female-centric issues, but the show also just, I I like that it sort of combats what I think is a a perceived notion of Mm -hmm. what is, uh, in quote-unquote, lady comedy. You know, we're talking about everything that we would talk about if this was a main stage review. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then some, I mean, the three women playing golfers who mm-hmm. who like love to rage to Limp Bizkit is <laughs> not what anyone would have thought is quote unquote lady comedy. Yeah, yeah. But it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's, funny. That's the thing because so much has changed. You know, even here in Toronto is a good example because it's such a microcosm of what happens in Canadian comedy and and in general. So you see a lot of shows happening now that are casts that are entirely people of color, mm-hmm. now casts are entirely female, or casts that are entirely queer. Whereas before, and really not that long ago, <laughs> you might have like the one stock so and so person yeah. on the show, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. their job is specifically this, and they're put into that corner, and that's it. But I mean, at the end of the day, this show is very much about people wanting to laugh about things that are happening in the mm-hmm. world but audiences also want to see themselves reflected on stage absolutely always right mm-hmm. always it's like going to a movie theater you want to be able to reflect something of yourself and what you're seeing up there so i think this is tapping into it's almost like people were ignoring such a massive part of an audience yeah mm-hmm. and now it's about watching that reflected back at you yeah yeah i think that's that reaction that karen talks about that we're hearing these audible gasps and and vocalizations of that's me yes please thank you get it girl uh, well that's my favorite one i hear yeah, you, get it, you get it girl oh, yeah. yeah they will go get it um, yeah. um i've already got it be, be- because there's something subconscious while watching it. You go, oh, wait, I haven't heard this story before on stage. I haven't heard that voice articulated so authentically before. And you didn't know that you were craving it. But then when you see it, yeah. oh, yeah. that itch is scratched, And unapologetically baby. so. Yeah. Like, we even had to ask permission to do it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's that moment where you talk about the top of the show is literally just lights up six women standing, six female identifying comedians standing there ready to perform. And they're already cheering. They're yeah. already yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. And, and that was a new experience that, you know, as a director, you're like, oh, hold on. We're, we're going to have to hold a bit here on the top of the show. I thought we'd be able to just start it like we do all of those <laughs> shows because they're so excited for it. The audience has been craving this. Mm-hmm. Was it more than what you were expecting? Was it sort of a shock at oh, first? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a perfect note to leave off on. We will come right back with the cast and crew of She the People right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. If you're just tuning in, and I really hope not because the show has been on for a while now, what are you doing with your life tonight? You messed up, man. You messed up. You've missed so much good stuff. Get it together. (laughs) We are talking to the cast and crew, some of the cast and crew anyways, of the Second City Toronto's current hit show, She the People, which tackles everything to do with life... As a woman in 2018, and it's very celebratory is what we're learning today. (laughs) It's a show that celebrates and educates 
and tackles a lot of things. Liberates. And liberates. We have director Carly Heffernan in with us. Hi. Seasoned, I think. We oh, said. man. <laughs> I'm never going to let this down. Yeah, I'm a real honey ham over here. Seasoned to perfection. Karen Take Parker. I've and been Ann told Pornell. I'm a handsome woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Mick Jagger. Sorry. That's I mean, totally offensive. He totally is. Uh, we were talking before the break about some of the reactions right from the beginning of the show were sort of almost more than you had anticipated. And I guess, I don't know, do you just feel that sense of liberation from, from the audience? It's like, finally, this is something we've been waiting for that just never existed before. Yeah, I think we've described it a couple earlier. It, it does feel the closest I felt to being like a comedy concert. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, wow, we're the Beach Boys right now. They're screaming for us. Uh, this is great. And and uh, and there's something so cool about that. That was a new experience for me. And I felt it when I was down directing in Chicago. Um, uh, and, and I feel it here, which is great. Um, and I don't know, how, how do you guys feel on stage every night with it? I, I, it's amazing. I mean, because it's live theater, you immediately get feedback and you... Um, feed off of that energy so uh-huh. it's like a give and take between you and the audience so the more uh, engaged and energetic they are the more powered up we become right so and i don't know if you feel any different no it's okay <laughs> <laughs> no it's incredible it's incredible to see women the audience not just women it's mm-hmm. incredible because everyone in the audience has the same look of sh- shaw and awe mm-hmm. like yeah. they're shocked people are shocked and overwhelmed and some women are like shaking in their seats like buzzing there's a palpable yeah. buzz in the audience because um their voices are finally being amplified and you can you you can feel that and it differs from other shows i've been on because um even within the second city it's more of a our audiences are still quite um homogeneous is that the yeah. word sure. you know word. a lot of a lot of the same uh type of audience member comes and they're typically you know like you're older white male maybe with their family maybe with their uh business or their work buddies or whatever and uh it's pretty overwhelmingly white and male sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. but this show is is def- is different it's a lot more women it's a lot younger a yeah. lot of the males that i see in the audience are are quite young they are you know in the 20 to 30 a- uh, age range mm-hmm. and that's refreshing because I'm not harassed as much as <laughs> I'm not yeah, yelled at on stage yeah. as a typical comedy show, which has happened many times. Like I one of my favorite things is working at uh, the Second City. I We get yelled at as performers a lot yeah, uh, because people are having a great time. They're into their libations. And then sometimes they take it too far. And I've been called some really, really terrible names from the stage and I'm not doing anything to warrant being called that. It's not like I'm playing a villainous character and they're reacting to the character. I've had men audibly yell out the B word at me. Wow. Repeatedly. Like not just one show, not just two show. Like I've been called the B word many times <laughs> and uh, I don't know why that is. I think I'm quite lovely, and I think I'm a sweet real peach. sweet peach. Uh, an absolute sweet peach. You know, I pay my taxes. Because you have opinions. I do have opinions. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Strong women get a lot of attention, and that's unfortunately a lot of negative attention, too. 
But I have not been called a B word in this show yet, so yeah. fingers crossed. Oh my gosh, I'll come down tomorrow. Night and do it <laughs> we'll for you. But what's great about that is this feels like a show where the audience is yelling with you and yes. for you, yes. Yes. not yes. at you. And to be honest, there's even there's a really small we would call it like a transition, but it's a very small scene where we ask the audience to identify, hey, who else has been called these names? Yeah. Who else has been called a B word? And then we all take a moment to celebrate it together with each other, um, and that's great. And Anne's, I mean, no one's been called the B word more than Anne. I Honestly, I don't, maybe. Why is that? What, yeah. Because she's, she's so a strong, strong, powerful yeah. woman on stage. Yeah. And I think you need to go down to wherever they work and, and yell that's names right. at Honestly. Them. Also, for anyone at home who's wondering, the B word is just bum bum. <laughs> bum bum, yeah. That's, I just get it's, called the bum bum all the time. That, bum bum <laughs> is so much creepier, though. <laughs> Yeah, just You're one man right. standing up and screaming it. I mean, I'd be so weird. Yeah, if, I think if someone yelled bum bum at me, I'd probably <laughs> be in the fetal position in the corner for the yeah. rest of the... I think it's kind of a funny word. It's Yeah, yeah it's funny. <laughs> but I think... I do I'm think, reclaiming bum bum. Sure, okay. You yeah, should, there you go. You should. But I do think um, people who are uncomfortable and who kind of can feel their power in the world sort of lessening, Yeah, I think... That scares a lot of people. And when people are frightened, people will typically lash out. And I think that's what it is about me. <laughs> I'm very unapologetic on and off stage. I will say my I will say whatever I want and not apologize for it. And I think a lot of audience members see that, feel that. Half of them, 80% love yes. that. Yeah. 20% are like, where does she get off saying what mm -hmm. she wants? <laughs> and to those 20%, I say... Come see She the People. Yeah. Call me well, the B word. And it's great to hear, actually, that you are pulling in sort of this younger audience, too. Yes. Because, you know, Second City is such a known, established name in comedy. It's an easy thing for, you know, corporate groups or yeah. something to come out and do dinner and a show. Mm -hmm. But now to hear that you're getting this audience coming in off the street just because the show that you're actually doing right now is something new and intriguing to them mm -hmm. speaks to itself. I mean, yeah. that's the whole thing right there. All right, we're going to come back and find out when and where people can see She the People right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Uh, I got, I think I just got called a bum bum before the break. <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking to the cast and crew of She the People today, uh, right now at Toronto's famous Second City. Uh, she the People tackles everything happening uh, with social politics and gender roles and gender politics and some of the best and worst things that are happening in society right now. Uh, but there's a, it's a pretty far-reaching show, and you're taking on a lot of different topics at once. Uh, so I wanted to just ask, we have director Carly Heffernan and some of the cast, Karen Parker and Ann Pornell. I want to ask you guys, if you had to sum up this show in like, one, in like a tweet, because there is so much involved, how would you sum up this show, Carly? Important and amazing. That's my tweet. Important and amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay, mine is, it will make you so horny. <laughs> it will make you so horny. Like, not okay. sexually, just 
Yes. Emotionally, spiritually, Cerebrally, mentally, yeah. femininely. <laughs> like, Is that 140 characters? I yet? think you've gone over. Um, she, she, the people, will make you emotionally horny. Stop being That's such actually a pretty bum-bum. good tagline. That is. Yeah. What would yeah. you do, Karen? Well, there what you go. You yeah. uh, emotionally horny. Yeah. Um, I think uh, powerful and poignant. Ooh, that's great. Ooh. Good alliteration. You're that's welcome. Good. Okay, well, now I sound like a real pervert, so. Yeah, 100%. No, but you're not wrong. We'll I'm go backstage not. and we'll go, that show is so good, yeah. it made us horny. Yeah, I say that a lot, and my cast tells me to stop. Yeah. And I have a meeting with HR, so. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? That's when you just. <laughs> but those are the types of things the show going. talks about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just keep on going. <laughs> Never stop. Uh, you could, of course, catch She the People, which has been a huge hit so far. And really, it's a celebration of a show. You could catch it on stage at Toronto's famous Second City right now, playing through, what's the date in November? It's going all the November way. November 25th. Mm-hmm. Look at that. So it's a long-running review. Make sure you check it out. Hit up the Second City. Get your tickets now. Go see this cast and the rest of the cast. It's a fantastic thing to go and watch. And uh, that's, it. that's it. That's the best thing. It's the best thing you can see in Toronto right now. Yeah. It's it really time. is. It's a good time. That's true. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi. And you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Sugar Sammy. You're on Facebook, my pal. Poke me. Not you, brother. Don't poke me. That Indian cruise. No, I'm on Facebook. You know what the messed up part about Facebook is? I'll tell you what the messed up is. That first date. Because you don't even know you're on a first date on the first date. Because you never say to a girl, let's go out on a romantic date. You never say those words. You know, say, let's go out for a bite to eat or let's go for a drink. And that could end up in the friendship zone. You don't want to be there. It's a place to be. It is. That's why I'm straight up. When the bill comes, I go, look, are we going to sleep together or do we split this? <laughs> what? Is that foolish? Is it? Ladies, I'm messing around. All right. I'll do this from now on. I'm a gentleman. I'll say, look, why don't we split the bill? And if we sleep together, I'll refund you. We've covered a lot of ground today. Thanks again to Carly Heffernan and Pornell and Karen Parker. Go check out this show. Go check out live comedy. Check out She the People at Second City. And thank you again for tuning in to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And keep it right here for the Dating and Relationship Show. Coming up next with Laura Bellotta. Thank you. Bye-bye.